We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Good morning, everybody. I am Bart Winkler, back for another edition. Edition. And it's rendition edition. An edition rendition of mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Paul Emig is here. Grant Bills is here. Um, And that's really all you need to know. I don't I don't think that we need to like I mean, there'll be a different name, but who cares? It's just this is what it is and where it is. And I don't care. Um, That's kind of the approach I've taken with my and I don't want to be a douche and say my national show. That's what it is. Yeah, but it is douchey when you say say, say, say the national show. Then you can take away like douchey or. Really? Yeah, the national show is douchier than my national show. Mm-hmm or mm-mm. Mm-mm. It's called the radio show. How about like me and Shep's show? Yeah, yeah, okay, the radio show. The radio, the radio show. show. The show I do at night. The show you do at night. The show that you have to say good evening, everybody. And I do. Um, but then it gets tricky once we dip into the midnight hours. Mm. I uh, had somewhere I was going with that. Oh, you know, like in the past, it would have been like, what do you want? Like, I need to, I would have given imaging and I need the music and I need segments. And it's just like, let's just talk, see what happens, see what this show is. You can't dictate what it is. It becomes what it is. You know, I think yeah. this podcast became what it was. Chuck and Winkler became what it was. Barden Horvath became what it was. Yeah. You can't. You can't go in with a plan, so that's... Uh, I'm just rehearsing the answers that I'll give. Yeah. If Barrett Sports Media ever reaches out to me. Tell them to go watch season one of The Office and season one of Parks and Recreation. Yeah. We're you know gonna, what we need? It takes is, time. I need to to work at Barrett part-time. I need to become one of the authors so we have a man on the inside, and then I can just fluff whoever I want to. That's, that, that's what we need to do. What are they going to tell me? No. I bet I, I'm gonna look. I'm gonna look. I'm gonna look. Uh, I did. I did reach out a while ago and say I'd write something for him, and he, I haven't written anything for him. I'll just say that I'm looking to find my way in this industry, and writing is an important skill. And your guys's platform is growing, and I'd like to contribute or something. I don't know. <laughs> that seems like it would work. Um. All right. Well, without further ado, it's the first one of 2024, and there's a lot to. Uh, kind of get into we will be posting this after another bucks pacers game apologies uh we will be posting this in the middle of the week 
So there could be some more Packer news that happens, uh, but I think everything's pretty much on the straight and narrow there. Paul, you're the quiz master. Take it away. I will publicly call you out rather than I did not text you about this. Has anyone told you that the name of your podcast said Bucks Fall to Pistons? Oh, it did? It did. Hmm. I was like, he's really letting this thing go. <laughs> yeah, so just, just, shows you how much I give a shit. <laughs> Packers control playoff destiny, Bucks fall to Pistons. <laughs> well, let's edit that as we're speaking. <laughs> All right, so I guess I should have. I didn't know if you could edit it, so I didn't say it. Okay, I should have. Yeah, Bucks fall to Pacers. That was for Monday night's game. Mm-hmm. All right. But now, hopefully, they don't fall to Pacers or Pistons on Wednesday night. All right. We will not know. I have a few different Jordan Love-related questions, but I promise that they're – yeah. Um, we've taken we've, – I mean, it's Jordan Love. is the new quarterback of the Packers. He's been great. But, like, so there's – of course, we've talked a lot about him. But with good reason, right? Um, but I have a couple of paths I want to go with this. And one – Bart, maybe this is national fodder at some point, but here's how I want to ask it. The strategy for QB development is clear and obvious. Every team should draft a QB and not make them the full-time starter until year four. <laughs> now, I'm being slightly tongue-in-cheek, but what I... what I Slightly? I, yes, not significantly. I, I am becoming further and further convinced. Like, the... For some people, the book is written on Bryce Young. Like, that's, I mean, that's that's not that's not right. Like, I mean, would Trubisky have always been bad, or was he bad because he started too soon? Like, you know, there's, I, I, I really truly think that there's something to this that, like, quarterbacks, most of them, you know, like, in a league that is struggling with quarterback play generally and so many backups are obviously starting like so many failed early early picks at quarterback and i don't know so basically what well, the main problem the, the main problem right away to go on this is because of the salary structure and that's that's the first thought that i had i think that makes a lot of sense it's like okay yeah but then okay let me just ask you the follow-up question and we can talk about both because I, I knew one would bleed into the other Jordan Love will get an astronomical amount of money this offseason, and there will be sticker shock. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh yeah. Mm-mm. Jordan Love's going to get 40-some million. A year, like, pretty yeah. – con- I-, I wouldn't doubt if the number per year started with a five. Yeah, and people are going to be like, yes, Jordan Love's our guy for the future, and then they're going to see the contract and they're going to be like, well, wait a minute. Yeah. We should have we should have started Sean Clifford on a rookie scale. <laughs> Yeah, but Jordan loves the guy. He's going to get a big contract. That's that's the part of this. I mean, Rogers made a bunch of money when he was there, um, and he started. So it did work in these cases. Um, and again, we'll see what extent. We're not saying that Jordan loves the Hall of Famer now. So it did work to these, these cases. I think when you're asking this question about is the did the Packers find something? Is this the actual way to do it? Yeah, clearly there's other examples where guys have stepped in, and you know C.J. Yep. Stroud who you predicted would be really good. Yep, I did. Um, was has been really good. But I think every every situation's different. Um I've always advocated to make up your mind on a guy and and, and do it. So, 
Mahomes, they wanted to sit for a year. Mm-hmm. Then they sat him for a year until week 17 that year yep. and then started him. But they were consistent on that. I think that Justin Fields is a great example of this because you know, Nagy and Pace, they didn't know what to do. They should have attached their wagon to him, uh, even though Nagy's probably ruining Mahomes also in Kansas City. <laughs> but they should have attached their wagon to him, and he should have been starting right away. But then you have a guy like Zach Wilson who was so bad for the first couple of years that they're retroactively trying to get him the two, three years under a different quarterback by bringing in Rodgers, and now they may move on from him. I think it's uh, it's not something that I – it's not something that, that should work. When you have to have this work, you have to have – you have to have a quarterback, basically the starting quarterback who's been your franchise, be salty for three years about the fact that you drafted another guy. And sure, Rodgers, I think, for all the things that I will rush to say about him that I don't think are good things that he does, says, or is, he's always been an advocate and never let it get personal with Jordan Love, unlike what Favre did. Mm-hmm. But then if you also look at that window – how many Super Bowls did the Packers win when Favre and Rodgers were on the roster? And how many Super Bowls did the Packers win when Rodgers and Love were on the roster? Sure. Yeah. Zero. And that's six years of Super Bowl contending years that you got no Super Bowl appearances. Sure. Yeah. And is it one draft pick away? Would it have changed things? I think you don't know that, but I, I think I mean if they didn't if they didn't draft Rodgers or in an alternate universe, they have Rodgers don't draft love. You got to think at least one more Super Bowl appearance they would have been able to scratch and claw. Um, well, this Grant, this is your this is your debate. Grant, this is your this is the debate you had on the Bucks fall to Pistons episode with Hot Tate Jake. Detroit, they lost to Detroit, broke the yeah, streak. But but that is it was like yeah, but if they would have drafted this or if they had done that, so causation correlation. Yes, they did not make six Super Bowls during the Favre and Rogers together for three years. Rogers and Love together for three years. Is it because they could have used that first-round pick that went to Aaron Rodgers on? Should they have traded Aaron Rodgers for Randy Moss back in the day? Should they have, like, that was a real thing um, for those who are too young to remember. Um, But there's also, Paul, there's also a lot of, like, there's a good argument for have three years of not making a Super Bowl and whatever. Okay, you get close. But you're setting yourself up for another decade and then see what happens. Yeah. Because the Packers have not had to, you know, outside of panicking when somebody got hurt, they have not had to overpay a quarterback. They have not had to – well, they overpaid Rodgers the last time. when They've never had to go venturing into, like, the Derek Carr territory. Yeah. Where you and have so to get – yeah. Is that worth it? Is it worth it to say we're going to sacrifice any championship – uh, possibility here if we can guarantee and I just I'll just throw this phrase out it's something I've been kicking around but like think of a championship as an apple and you want to take a bite at it I was just gonna times. I mean I was just wait if you weren't gonna do it I was gonna jump in and say for someone who's you know maybe anti-brewers bite at the apple this is what this is the NFL version of that. Like you're never fully, fully going all in because you're rebuilding for the future while you're contending. Sound familiar, Brewers fans? Grant, you've been quiet for far too long, but Bart, finish oh. up with you. Yeah. No, I'm done. The Brewers version of Bites at the Apple is a little different than the Pat. Well, it's yeah. two very different sports, right? So I understand they could have maybe used the Aaron Rodgers draft pick differently or the Jordan Love draft pick differently. I don't, I don't think in either instance 
the addition of those quarterbacks like kept them from winning anything. Like they were right there in 2008. They should have won that game. They were at home. Well, like, then, the, like Jordan Love was picked in the same vicinity as Darnell Savage, as HaHa Clinton Dix. Like, yeah. sorry, those guys as Derek Sherrod. Like these are first round picks of the Packers who, hate to tell you, would not have been the difference between a Super Bowl or not a Super Bowl. But sorry, Grant, yeah. T. Higgins is an interesting one. If you want to argue with yep. me that T. Higgins would have made a difference. It, fun, interesting parallel universe that we can talk about. That wouldn't yep. have helped all of the defensive mistakes in the Aaron Jones fumble and all of the other things that went wrong against the Bucks or the special teams against the Niners. But um, like, I, I don't think that um, the drafting of the quarterbacks really hampered their ability to contend. They had opportunities to win. They just didn't. Um, I think that it's not about drafting and sitting a quarterback for three years, although it's worked well for the Packers. I, I just think all of these other teams, and I talked about this on my show on Tuesday after I got back from New Year's, um, which, by the way, shout out to you, Bart, and this is why you're national now, is you were working on New Year's Day. So I commend you. I did not. So like Panthers, Bears, Jets, um, Colts, these teams have just been rifling through quarterbacks, and they've drafted like five through 15 kind of in that range. They take a quarterback, and they cross their fingers and hope that the quarterback is amazing. And then when it's not working, they fire the coach, and they try with a second coach. And then when that doesn't work, they draft a different quarterback, and they rinse and repeat and that's just such a haphazard like lottery ticket way to approach the most important position in professional sports yeah. so i i don't know if it's about drafting and developing a quarterback for three years but just don't be incompetent have a head coach that's good with job security have a gm that's good with job security so not everyone is fighting to remain employed while you're also trying to develop a young quarterback well but but if you're drafting in the top 10 of mm-hmm. you probably are either a brand new head coach and brand new GM, or you're on the hot seat because you just had a shitty season. Mm-hmm. So it, it's it's a beautifully weird scenario when you can have had Lafleur just finished his first season, right? When they drafted yeah. Jordan Love, so he had plenty of job security. Brian Gutekunst was on his third year on the job when they fourth year, third Something year. Like um, job security not really an issue. Um, yeah, I just think there's something to it. So, you, Fields in Chicago. Six weeks ago was like, oh, you know, clearly the Bears, could they even get anything for him in a trade? Like, is he just going to walk in unrestricted free agency? Like, he's clearly not the answer in Chicago and blah, blah. And now it's like, well, why would you draft a quarterback? You have Justin Fields. Or if you did trade Fields, you'd get at least a first-rounder back. And that's he's. I think Fields is just completing his fourth NFL season or his fifth NFL season? Was he the same year as uh, as uh, Love or a year before Love? I think it was year after Love, wasn't he? Year after. So I think this is year only after. only it feels like it's longer, but he is but I like, you need like you need year. like three to in many cases Stroud being uh, an example to the contrary. But like in most most cases at quarterback until the end of year 3 or year 4, so many people have an opinion. Baker Mayfield, you know, is on his third team and I mean, if I was Tampa, I wouldn't draft a quarterback. I would give Baker an extension. Like, I'm not saying he's great, but like, you can you can build the rest of the team. I think if Baker's your quarterback, if Cle if Cleveland could have just like been like, oh, like in two years, this is what Baker Mayfield would look like, and then not do the Deshaun Watson nonsense and get all the picks back and all the salary cap space back for that, like yeah. they would do that in a heartbeat, right? Look. I think there's probably many different ways to find your quarterback and develop them. It's not just that the Packers have a secret sauce. The, the Packers have a sauce 
and they have a plan. And this is the way we do it. We're committed to doing it this way. We're going to stick to it and we're going to be patient and we're going to trust our process. And, and like the Colts, I think the Colts are doing that right now with Anthony Richardson. He got hurt, but they brought mm -hmm. in an offensive coach that they like. They draft the toolsy guy knowing that this is going to take a while. Um, and, and in the end, it might not work out if the player's not any good. But I think so many of these teams go wrong with quarterbacks because they draft them thinking, well, maybe it's Mahomes. It's a big crapshoot. Who knows? We hope he's the savior. And that's just a really bad bet to make with the most important position in professional sports. Yeah. Also, I don't think like this is the Packers. Like, I don't think this is part of their manifesto. Oh, I think, like, I, I think it is now. If, uh, if, if, I don't if, know. If I, if you told me right now in 12 years, I will be Brian Gutekind's successor. And I am without question drafting quarterback early in my tenure as GM and sitting him on the bench for three years. I'm not going to like pretend like, oh, that's a coincidence. But then you got to make sure that love is fine with it. And you got to make sure the quarterback you draft is fine with this. Well, do you? Jordan Love did not look super thrilled that night to be backing up Aaron Rodgers for the foreseeable future. And did any of that matter in the long term? No. No. It all worked out. He's happy. The team's happy. Like, so yes, in the moment you might be like, oh, I sure wish I could have gone to the Colts like Anthony Richardson did and just been a, you know, okay, sure. Maybe Minshew's going to start for four games, but then they're going to hand the reins to me. Okay. Yeah. The quarterback that I draft as GM with the Packers in the 2036 draft, like, yeah, he might be like, oh man, I got to sit behind. Love's there. He's pretty good still. And might love be, you know, on the Bart Winkler CBS show live during the draft and say, yeah, you know, I really wish they would have. I wish the risk that that Paul guy would have, you know, my GM would have called me and said, hey, we're going to draft a quarterback, but he didn't. And I'm going to blah, blah. Like, yeah, like it's not great in the meantime. But now you have Aaron Rodgers referring to the Packers as us. You have Jordan Love happy. Like it short of getting to or winning a Super Bowl, like it all worked out. It's all fine. Like it. Oh, well, some people were bummed on draft night. Like it didn't matter in the long run. Look, you you want to shoot a text to your quarterback or give a call to Rodgers and say, hey, we're going to take a quarter. Fine. Um, but let's not act like Jordan Love was tortured for three years. He got right. to hang out, make millions of dollars and develop. All right. And I I am all for player empowerment. But I think we've begun, and I'll be the, the man to take this unpopular stance. I think we've gone a little bit too far empowering player. How about some team empowerment? Okay. Well, look at what's going on in college sports right now. We got half... We got half of the players sitting out because the bowl game isn't good enough for him. Kevin Durant's already unhappy in Phoenix. Let's let's empower the teams a little. Let's swing the pendulum back just a little bit. I'm not saying take all the player empowerment away, but goddamn, just maybe I, a little. I think you're being genuine. I am. And then okay. Con, like Connor Siegen didn't play at all for the Badgers the other night. They have an awesome win. They look killer in the second half. God, I've never game. seen so many people upset. Half of Twitter's like, Connor Siegen's being jerked around. If Connor Siegen wants to play, he should get better. All right. The team is deeper this year. Play a little defense and make your threes. Like, let's, again, I'm all for player empowerment, but I think they're too empowered right now. Like, we we, we need to shift things back towards the team. This is an, a little bit. This is an incredible old man take from a, a man in his mid 20s, um, no. which I agree with, but I'm a little bit surprised that it's coming they from make, you. They make all this money for a reason. And it's not like, yes, it's because they're they're amazingly skilled and they're the best in the world at what they do. But also it's a super cutthroat business, right? 
it's a really cutthroat. You can be replaced at any time. You can be traded at any time. And that's factored into the money that these guys make. I'm talking about professional sports here, obviously, but college players, they make a lot of money too now. So I, I don't want to take all the players' rights away. Let's just, let's add a little balance back into the equation. We've been leaning player empowerment now for the better part of, well, over a decade now, really, if it started with LeBron. So let's, let's shift. So if most NFL GMs get one chance at being an NFL GM, right? If you had your one chance, you're not telling me that you would employ this QB strategy. Like if you, you get well, you one GMs chance in your life, they get four. Like you don't know that you have four years. Well, you know you have. As a GM, you have at least. You GMs don't typically get fired in the first four or five years. Coaches do. GMs don't. I don't know. I'm just drafting who I think is the best quarterback, and I'm probably playing his ass. See, I, again, I'm always the patient guy. Like, I'm happy to have the Brewers do a prospect rebuild. So, like, you know, I know we've had this conversation before about, like, how long do you think? You're... But I would I would say, does these couple examples in Green Bay absolutely prove it to be? No. Like, no. It could. Jordan no, Love, I don't it's... think they will do it again. Yeah. Well, that would be, you know, let's reconnect. Really? Let's do the Why show in May. Why? That's the question. Why, Why wouldn't it? That's what I'm saying. If you had one chance of being a GM, or whoever's the GM of the Packers in 12, you, I just I think I you think you had to. two unrelated situations happen, and this is not going to be like, all right, well the Packers in this draft, they're not going to draft the number one quarterback. They're going to try to draft a guy who's going to be the best four years from now. So which is that guy? Well, no, I think you, it might you, be, uh, you draft the quarterback that you like because you what you know whatever the case might be, but you don't go into it with the, like you go to your, your post-draft press conference and you say, yep, we just drafted this guy. We're sticking with our current quarterback for at least two to th- for two years, maybe three years and blah, 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 blah. Like we have no intention of starting this guy on day one. Like, like you would, you wouldn't go into it saying like, we need this guy tomorrow. Well, maybe, maybe they can employ that strategy, but I think if you see that in the future, it's going to be a lot more Mahomes, Alex Smith. Three well, years is an awfully long three, time. Three yeah. years is, yes. Three yes. three is like the high end. But I would absolutely, at bare minimum, have my Alex Smith for a year leading into my Patrick Mahomes. Like, it's also and, 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 you, By the way, you can, you can do this. I'm not trying to say that you can't employ this strategy and then the next guy isn't Mahomes. Like, you know, uh-huh. it could be a very replacement level bad quarterback and – well, we waited a year. How come it didn't work? Well, because the quarterback was bad. Like, so it's not foolproof. But to me, there's enough there to say, like, yeah, this is I'm I'm copying this. Do you think? Do you think it's just the sitting, or or do you think there is like, I guess how would I, how would I word this? How much credit does Aaron Rodgers get for that? How how what percentage of of Jordan Love's success is not only him sitting but sitting behind Rodgers? Like, is it just the sitting or do you need to sit behind someone who's also awesome? It it helps, but like Alex Smith was good. Not clearly not great. Um, like, I think it helps you because again, I mean, obviously like Sunday night football beat the point to death of like Jordan Love off his back foot and both feet in the air. And look who else did that. Like it helps if the guy in front of you is something that you can model. Sure. But I, I I do think it's more about the sitting. I do think it's more about NFL quarterback is not the most important position for some random reason. It's because it is so hard. Mm-hmm. 
like you have so much responsibility. It is so difficult. And like, if people are going to, I don't know if Bryce Young is going to have a good future or had he gone to Houston, if would that have been, if he had gone to Indianapolis, like, but I do think there's a lot to say of like many people have made up their minds on these guys way too early. And they're thrown into these horrible situations. And I don't know. Like, so I, if I, if I had one chance in this life to be an NFL GM, it's not a foolproof plan. It could backfire, but I'm, I'm not drafting a quarterback and saying, we just drafted our starter. He's starting for us as a rookie. I'm just not doing it. Uh, Grant, just real quick, just to kind of hit the other, Jordan Love will get an astronomical amount of money this offseason, and there will be sig- significant sticker shock in Packers universe. Mm-hmm or mm-mm. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think there should be. Like, Daniel Jones made $40 million a year. Daniel, Go look at Daniel Jones' stats. <laughs> yeah. right? Like, he had, what, like 15 touchdowns in 16 games or something bizarre like that. Like, Jordan Love's counting stats are almost at the point now where they're pretty, they're pretty good. They're really good. Like he is scoring a lot of touchdowns and his completion rate is very high. Um, So for a guy who's just beginning his career and his trajectory, we hope, right? Yeah, there might be some sticker shock, but then those deals age so quickly where all of a sudden other guys are going to jump him and get more money. Like there will be sticker shock, but I don't think it'll be, there shouldn't be, but a lot of fans will get sticker shock. So Bart, I know you said on the Bucks fall to Pistons episode, um, did, did 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 you say that? Here you say that. Um, who was it that um, still doesn't think Jordan Love is very good? Um, Rami? <laughs> no, uh, shoot. Um, oh man, it's gonna bug me now. Who's one of our the? Oh shit! Oh, someone... Spark Guy. Spark Guy. Thank you. Um, is that a real take from Spark Guy? Yes, he's. I think he. I think he is clouded in his own. You can't judge a quarterback if you've been behind Bears. Can't. Yeah. I Why mean, do we want his opinion? Because the other the other guy that's very adamant. I talked to him last summer. A guy named Andy, who does the NFL Outdated podcast, and he's been like, every time it's like, hey, I'm like, hey, did you see what Jordan Love did? He goes, oh, well, four Fields had a four touchdown game, and Love's never had that. You know, ignoring the multiple three touchdown zero pick games, which Mike Ty set a record here. I, I just I can't I'm, I I apologize, but when it comes to quarterbacks, if you're a Bears fan, you're automatically eliminated to me in terms of ever having a shot for having a decent discussion. Just like if you ever bring up QBR, QBR is a fake rating. The NFL passer rating is the rating. QBR is ESPN trying to dumb it down. And also, I'd like to say before we give a shout out to. Tupelo Honey, who is sponsoring this madness. And let me get the picture up. I have unintentionally in colors as their great logo here on the YouTube stream. Is yeah. that if any phrase is going to die in 2024, my fucking Lord, it needs to be on my bingo card. I am so tired of this shit. This is such it's a not funny. Thing. It was oh good God. one time. I waited in the mail on New Year's Day for my 2024 bingo card because everyone was talking about their 2023 card and all the things they didn't have on it, and I never got mine. So I thought at the beginning of 2024, I'd get a 2024 bingo card, and then and like Rogers and Jimmy Kimmel, I'd be like, let me check my bingo card quick. I didn't have them feuding on my 2024 bingo card, but I never got one. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you complaining about this, if I may say, was not on my 
2024. Oh, Bingo this was the fucking free space, son. <laughs> this is the most yeah, Bart right. Winkler take that I've. This is his Bart Winkler. Test Winkler. this one out on the on the radio show. I, I want to get a reaction to like the Bingo. I will card. if it comes up uh, naturally. But we're, weirdly, one of my favorite parts of listening to you on CBS is hearing all of your greatest hits debuted on a producer <laughs> who's never heard any of them before. Where it's like, oh, let's well, see. That's great. Because we've greatest. heard these, I've heard these all dozens of times, but now you unloading them one by one on someone who's never heard well, them. Well, that's what I told Chef. I said, I'm so excited that you're, because he's a, NBA is his thing. He does some NBA serious radio on the side. And I said, there are all these NBA takes that I have that I am just excited to now get to a new audience, especially you. I'm so excited to like hash some of these out with you. How I think Kevin Durant would have been better in the eighties or nineties because of no internet. Ah, uh, I thought you were going to say if he would have. Yeah. Okay. Um, I mean, let me, let me shout out to below, honey. I did go there. Uh, there's this, by the way, they're the official sponsor of, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So shout out to Tupelo, honey, mm-hmm. the official sponsor of mm-hmm. they're so cool. doing that because of the really I was I was very uh, impressed with, you know, OK, yeah, we'll do a restaurant and we'll get some people there. And the amount of people that were consistent, sometimes multiple uh, for good reason, because the food's good. But a shout out and a thank you to everybody who did that in the last couple of months. And hopefully it's on your radar now that you'll go there when people say, where should we go out to eat? Where's a good spot? Where should we go for brunch? This needs to play the, uh, be the spot. Downtown Milwaukee, Broadway and Clyburn, right by the public market. I went there on Christmas Eve, had a very nice meal. Uh, my kid got like some chicken tenders and fries, which is our go-to meal everywhere. <laughs> but he never eats the chicken tenders. He only eats the fries. Uh, whether it's Tupelo honey or fast food or whatever, he loves fries. The other day was eight o'clock. He was, it was bedtime. He's crying for French fries. <laughs> he wanted ice cream earlier in the day and he equates ice cream with French fries because at one time we had ice cream and French fries. So Tupelo honey, check them out. Tupelohoneycafe.com. We went there on Christmas Eve. It was very good. Um, really delicious stuff, whether it's the, Chicken and waffles. The next time I'm looking at it right now, I got to get the mac and cheese waffles with the hot fried chicken. The grits are very good. Yes, I got avocado toast one time. That was very good. The last time I was there, I got the old school breakfast bowl. And let me say something about just uh, a fat man's a fat man's um, explanation of the portions. The portions are about as perfect as a restaurant that I've ever been to. Because you like you might look at it and say, ah, I wish I had a, maybe one more egg. But then when you eat it all, you are full and you don't want any more. I you know, some some restaurants don't give you enough. Some restaurants too much. I, I'm genuine about this. And this is a compliment. Don't take this as, a, as anything else. This is the most perfect, perfectly portioned restaurant I've ever been to in my life. Ever. So if that if that means anything to anyone, TupeloHoneyCafe.com. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data 
and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Speaking of uh, how you described yourself, how are your workouts going? I don't think I've gone to the gym since before Christmas. So have you just gone the one time? I'm up to three times. But I am doing not intermittent fasting. I'm doing unintentional fasting. Intermittently doing it. I'm calling it inadvertent fasting <laughs> because I'll eat dinner at six, seven, leave. I did decide no sodas during the show. Nice. So maybe I'll have one coffee and then water the rest. And then I come home, bed, wake up. By last eat and wake up, that's basically intermittent fasting. Yeah. So I have, I have. I've done it, uh, not intentionally, but I've done it three days in a row now. Three. Welcome to the team. You will, you will see a difference in a- on weekends. I will then erase that and get blasted while watching football. <laughs> I think I think the rule with intermittent fasting is like 80 percent, twenty percent. So like you can have a day or two that's not that, and then you you should. You'll see it. You'll see a difference. It'll take a couple of weeks because your body will be like, "What is happening?" It'll try to hold on to everything, and then it'll start to disappear. And more, more twenty twenty four Bart health uh, updates. The shelf is going to be less Captain and more Metamucil and Gas X. As Bart covers his face, I'm trying to help. I'm trying. I'm just trying to make a lot of changes at once here. Always wise. Yeah, 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 yeah. New job, new sleep schedule, new diet, new outlook on life. Um, I want to ask you, I think there's a difference between, like, I know we've had... We're moving to New York next week. I haven't told anyone that yet. Next week, yep, as I think your your lease starts on the 10th of January. <laughs> I'm just messing with you guys. Don't ask Tim to help you, by the way. He absolutely huh? won't do it. He won't Tim, can help you? Well, he parked next to me loading stuff into a U-Haul, and he barely even made an effort to roll down the window. So don't ask Tim to help you move. He won't do it. What a dick. A little bit. Tim will probably edit this out in post. He'll probably censor this, but that's fine. 
He definitely will. Um, this is a different question than the version that we've asked in the past, which is like, as we contemplated the top eight, top 10 future of Jordan Love, but I, I was surprising myself as I looked at the list of all the quarterbacks at how few of them I would trade for Jordan Love straight up. So I'll give you some examples. I would not trade Jordan Love straight up for Tua. Is mm-hmm, on that? I w- I would not. So I I would not trade Jordan Love straight up for Tua. Mm-hmm, or mm-hmm. Well, let's let's rapid fire this. Bart, we say mm-hmm, we agree, or mm-hmm, we disagree. So Paul, say that one more time. I think I'd. St- uh... You would trade Love for Tua? Mm-mm. Well, what are you worried about with Tua? Because of his brain? Well, he's he's more diminutive. You know, um, smaller. Um, yeah, I, I mean, don't know. He, I want to pass on that one. Okay, so here's here's some ones that I surprised myself with. So I know I'm tipping my hand. Trevor Lawrence, you would trade you would trade Jordan Love straight up for Trevor Lawrence. Mm-hmm. All right, Trevor Lawrence's stats are the exact opposite through this point of his career as Daniel Jones. The opposite, I mean, same. I don't know why I messed that up. They're the same. Maybe Trevor Lawrence isn't. As good as I thought he was. So I am not trading Jordan Love for Trevor Lawrence. Grant? Mm-hmm or mm-mm that you agree with that. Don't don't trade Love. For We're Trevor trying Lawrence. not to be prisoners of the moment. And Spark oh. Guy, I will bring up, was accurate. A month ago, I was screaming patience about Jordan Love. And now I'm celebrating prematurely where he's like, I'm not going to trade him from anyone but three quarterbacks. I, I think, think, I, I think the, I'd, I'd trade him for Trevor Lawrence. I think, yeah. I don't know. I think two is better than Trevor Lawrence. Oh, I think, I think Trevor Lawrence is more plug and play. Like, I don't well, think he's he higher on Mahomes Mountain right now. On I would write Mahomes Mountain. Who's higher? He, would, he had some controversy this week because he, he moved Jordan Love down and yeah. he issued an apology on Twitter. Uh, Who yesterday. Did? So. Who did? Uh, our guy Nick Wright. He moved. Oh, he accidentally. So he moved Jordan Love down on the. And again, this isn't to say that Love is, though I think he might be better than Trevor Lawrence or better than Tua today. But like, if you said, "All right, there's a trade on the table, straight up, Love for Tua, straight up, Love for Trevor Lawrence." The thing I want to say before we keep going through the list is like a lot of these names. I just want you to consider who they have as weapons. It is. Is this should not be overshadowed? Some of these recent graphics of like the Packers have not had a player beyond their second year in the NFL to catch a pass. It's all rookies and second year players that are the wide receivers and the tight ends. It is like compare that to Tua. Compare that to even Trevor Trevor Lawrence, who has at least you know like veteran like mid mid uh, like the the Christian Kirks and the Evan Engrams of the world and Kelvin Ridley's like the difference of what Love has had to work with is. So important to me that I, if I just, I don't, I don't think it could be overstated that yes, Jane Reed has had a, an incredible rookie year and looks to be great and Wicks and, you know, like it's a good cast, but they're so young, like to, to expect a quarterback to succeed in this situation is not supposed to happen. I don't it's, think two is two is not getting better. We're seeing two, I think as good as he's ever going to be right now. Like, I don't think he's developing. He's not getting bigger, stronger. Also, I like Mike McDaniel as much as I like Spo, which is to say, a shit ton. 
What is and it? so Tua gets the I know they're both in Miami, so it's a coincidence. But like, so I I I'm not discrediting Tua, but like any quarterback should be able to have. But you Shanahan. can't stand Matt Lafleur. He's like the same guy as Matt Lafleur. He's Matt Lafleur, Schumacher, Marlon Skipper. Don't know enough about Schumacher. Yeah, he just won Manager of the Year, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. The the one you actually don't like is the good one. That's I don't. I just I don't know enough is what I said. Um, 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 I need to say some shit. Say some stuff. Well, you're still talking. Floor is yours. I just wanted to bring up two calls that I had on the show, <laughs> but one one for good reason. But I don't want to bring up one without the other because it's on this topic. Okay. Two already instant classic calls from Tuesday's show. One guy called me and compared the Baltimore Ravens. No, Michigan Wolverines to X-Men. Wow. And he was very precise. And it was wonderful. It was a great Marvel call. It was awesome. And I I told him, I said, Lee, Lee in Cincinnati, I used to do this thing called the Bart Collar Standings. Right now, you are number one, sir. <laughs> then I had this guy call in who really wanted an apology from somebody. And he was very adamant and very aggressive about it. And very like father-in-law caught you looking at another girl type fucking persona with me. Where he was like, I heard some radio host. I don't know if it was you, but if it was you, you need to apologize. Where you said that absolutely no way would the 49ers win the Super Bowl. And that no undoubtedly way would the NFC go through Philadelphia. And that Brock Purdy was no good. Blah, 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 blah. And I said, I don't know. It sounds like something I'd say. I don't think I said it because I didn't guarantee Philadelphia. I have trashed the Niners. So let me tell you this. I'm not going to apologize for something that I don't think I said. But I will tell you right now, under no circumstance will the Niners win the Super Bowl. So if you <laughs> want to call in six weeks and, and ask for an apology, I'll do the same if I can get your number. But he was so very – and a lot of these Niners fans are. A lot of these Niners fans, the way they view Brock Purdy, Brock Purdy is good. Mm-hmm. Brock Purdy is good. And maybe this is going with your going on weapons. Brock Purdy is good. However, who's to say that a handful of guys couldn't step in and lead the Niners to a number one seed in the NFC? I don't think he is the difference maker – in San Francisco, I would not trade Jordan Love for Brock Purdy. No, at all. If I found out we did that, I would be fucking pissed off. Honestly. Yes, absolutely. So that sort of made sense to what you. That guy saying. was a little too groined up about Brock Purdy. Like, a little too groined up about getting an apology out of me that I never thought I earned the the uh, needed to give him. I also I also think that similar to Mike McDaniel, Shanahan is my Ty Lue. He's my second place, and there's no there's no one contending for the second place. Ty Lue is the second best ha- NBA head coach. Well, there's nobody more overrated in sports than Kyle Shanahan. So that's, let's that's, just, that's, 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 that's nonsense. I mean, I don't I don't like the Niners, but Shanahan is fucking phenomenal. So if LeBron carries a coach to a title, th- then you just love them. Is that is that how you rank your NBA coaches? It sounds coaches like that's what it sounds like. Yeah, I am, that's what I'm hearing. Honestly, I I was thinking to myself, what what does LeBron have to do with Spo? And then I was like, oh yeah. This is not because of the Wade Bosch LeBron. This is that's not what's formed my opinion. My opinion has been formed by 
taking all the Hassan, titles they've won since. I was going to no, say all, the, all t- of the times that when Hassan Whiteside is your best player and you make the playoffs. The East was terrible. The East was awful. That one year with Whiteside being their best player. This is the whole Niners thing. Too many people are getting credit for not winning. Like, oh, Eric's supposed to stroll good. Show me the wins. Kyle Shanahan, show good. Show me the wins. Even Mike McDaniel, show me the wins. Jimmy Butler, as the best Heat player. Jimmy show Butler's me the wins. They've been to two finals in the past five years. Show me the wins. Not competitive in either. Not He's competitive not- in either. And one was a pandy. It was a pandy finals. That one doesn't count. Those Heat teams, relative to a typical NBA finals roster, were dog shit. Sure. So it's Pat Riley. Riley is not doing his job. He's not, he's at the roster that he's putting together is not good enough for Eric Spoelstra. I hate Riley. All time legend is not doing his coach enough. Just let me, let let me preface this by saying, I hate what I'm about to say. Oh, heat culture is real. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I love 2024 is going to fucking rip, man. If this is how we're going to approach <laughs> I hate that I said it. Culture is real. But uh, it's, it, I hate that I said it, but it's a fact. If uh, I knew that was coming out of your mouth, I just want to shut down the pod. <laughs> wow. So all I'm, all I'm saying about Purdy, to get back to it, is like I I would never uh, – Purdy's very Purdy's good. I was about to say very good. Purdy's definitely good. Like if you're making your list of your top – for sure 15, but probably 12 quarterbacks, he should uh, – if you're going to give an MVP award to a 49er and it's not Christian McCaffrey, you're doing it wrong. Yeah. Like the quarterback should not, well, he's the quarterback. Like <sighs> Purdy is good. It's not to discredit Purdy, but you don't have to just say, well, it's the quarterback of a good team. Yeah. And like, okay. The fact that MVP almost always goes to a quarterback drives me nuts. It's very stupid. Um, so I just want you to tell me the guys you would trade Jordan Love for straight up. I'll tell you mine. I would trade him for Josh Allen. Yes. Mm-hmm. I would trade, trade Jalen Hurts. So here's my, oh, you, you jumped the gun on me. Mm-mm. I would not trade Jordan Love for Jalen Hurts. You jumped, you jumped me here by a little bit. What about Dak? Mm-mm. Oh my Ooh. God. Are we, Mm-mm. I don't no. want to do, I don't, I, you know what? No, I don't want to do this conversation. You're so wait, just let, no, I'm not letting you out. You would trade love for press. You, again, you, you do have to take into account age. So, I mean, that's part of the equation. Paul, I think I would not trade love for a lot of these guys. I don't want to say it yet. No, no. I need you to say it. It needs to be on the record. I'm going to go on the record. I'm going to tell you my list of who I would trade love for, and it's not a big list. Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson, Joe Burrow. That's three. I'm going to punt for a moment on Stroud. I'll give you a take right now before you do it. Okay. I would not trade. Kyle, turn on the TikTok camera. <laughs> I would not trade Jordan Love for Patrick Mahomes. What? Someone called. Someone called Bill's show today, wanting to bring that topic to the air, and I I let them sit on hold. I'm like, I'm not fucking telling. I'm not putting that on. Why? No. Oh, You're not. Hey, Jordan Cook. Love. Up, 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 up. Patrick Mahomes. Da, 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 down. Cook. I'm the only one who hasn't said something absolutely fucking ridiculous during this podcast so far. If Paul has heat culture and you have a Mahomes take. Okay. I'm in, I'm in a good spot. This is great. This is great. <laughs> Follow me on Twitter at Wisco Grant. Come listen to my show. Cause I'm the only one. I, oh. I would oh. trade, wait, hold on. This is going to be, mm-hmm, I'm not saying this. You would trade Jordan love 
for Justin Herbert. Mm-hmm. Or mm-mm. For a 500 quarterback, we already got one of those. Not with that con- not with that contract. Not with so, right. contract. I, I, it's a it's another close one, just like Trevor Lawrence. I think it's very close. I might regret saying this. I think Herbert is awesome, but I'm gonna say mm-mm, I would not. Um Hertz, no, Prescott, no. Dak more than her. I'll go on the record and say I would think about it more with Dak than I would with Hertz. I, I will I, go on the record I, and confirm that. Yeah. I love Dak. I probably Dak's amazing, it, but I love Dak. Dak is one road win away from being a top five quarterback. He's a Super Bowl away from being viewed as the best quarterback in the league. Okay, but to your point earlier, what if they won? Dak has literally never even been to a Super Bowl. Has he been to an NFC Championship game? If he wins a Super Bowl, that narrative is going to fucking explode for sure into i mean we will go from we will we will be he will be getting fitted for a gold jacket if he wins a super bowl this year yeah but also and again this is not to discredit dak but it should be said we talked about two his weapons we talked about like mahomes is doing decent look at mahomes weapons right and like this 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 slow version of kelsey he Kadarius tony is i mean it's a terrible terrible unit that mahomes has to work with and his play and Mahomes' play has suffered as a result. But like we talked about Purdy's weapons, <clears throat> all the stuff Jalen Hurts has to work with. Like, again, this is another name though of Dak of like CeeDee Lamb is the one of the two best wide receivers in the league. I love CeeDee Lamb. <coughs> I, I love CeeDee Lamb so much. I love his profile so much. He comes in and is good and gets like five to ten percent better every single year. He's yeah. just step up ever. Oh, I love CeeDee Lamb. I love Jake Ferguson. God. It sucks, man. So I, is so is there a single, how much I like this Cowboys team? It really sucks because a lot of Packers fans hate it, and I can't talk about that. And we've been so pro Cowboys all year, <laughs> and watch the Packers play them in the playoffs. And I and I'd be and I'd be jacked. I I told Bill the other day. I said if 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 I'm a Cowboys fan and we're going in and this is our year where finally the Eagles are down and we think we can do it and we draw the Packers in the first round and they're going to come down, I, I'd be I'd be pissed. I wouldn't want that. I'd love I would love to go to Dallas in the play. Like what if the Ravens have to take on Joe Flacco? Wow. That could be that could be a second round matchup, right? Yeah, I think it Yeah, could. and you're probably going to get Stafford and the Lions. Fun. I have not thought about that one. So, is there a single quarterback? I know we just talked about Dak a little bit and Hurts a little bit. I don't think there's a single quarterback in the NFC and I'm not saying that Love is better than Hurts today, okay? I'm not saying that Love is better today than Dak. I'm not saying that. I don't think there's a single quarterback in the in the in the NFC. I would trade him for Dak in half a heartbeat. Really? I love this show. God damn. I love Dak. Dak is good. I know I agree. He is good. Dak is good. I think there might be some upper gear with love where next year we're like, oh. Or in two years, we're like, oh. And again, awesome. if 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 love is ever, and maybe Jaden Reed is that, but like, or Watson is that if he ever stays healthy. But like, what happens when love has his CD lamp? Like, I just, I want, I don't, I just almost think it's the the number of points, the amount of credit I give to love because of the weapons discrepancy compared to some of these guys we're talking about. I just want to be honest in terms of my evaluation and say it is a huge. This is not about drinking the whole, you know, hometown Kool Aid. This is me saying, like, the fact that Love looks this good with the comparative youth of the weapons he has compared to these other guys, it's it's starkly different. So there's one stat. It's one of my favorite stats in sports. I hammer it on my show all the time. Uh, it's I can't really think of a perfect name for it. I'm going to call it a Bills benchmark because I, I it's just one of the things that I look for. It's one of my unique things. 
um, whenever, whenever they flash a graphic on the screen during a football game where it's like, Aaron Rodgers has completed a pass to eight different targets so far. Like, I, I love that. I think that's such a good sign. Jordan Love has completed a pass to at least seven different targets in every game since week three. Wow. That's that's so good. And that and that shows us that he's not just feeding Aaron Jones, feeding Dot. Like, he's running an offense and he's building connections to all these guys. And he's got a good sense for what Matt LaFleur is trying to do and how to stress different points on the defense. So, I'm super amped about Jordan Love. I... I Trading him for anyone in the NFC, I don't know. I'd trade him for a couple of players in the AFC, and I really like yeah. Dak, but I I think I would ride it out with love because I want to see where this goes. I would too. And again, let's be let's just reclarify. Like, love would not be today ranked better than those guys, but the question is, would you trade him for this other guy straight up? And I wouldn't. You seriously I, wouldn't trade him for Mahomes? Is that tongue in cheek at all? Me. Art. Yeah, you. No, the other the other one in here who said they wouldn't trade first year Jordan Love for Patrick Mahomes, who's maybe the greatest quarterback ever. No, the other guy who recently started in a national show and just had a crazy ass take. Yeah, from a national perspective, Bart. Can you can you can you, you can you debut that one tonight? How about I back off of that take? Love or Mahomes, four one four. But how about I change the take to say I would rather have Dak Prescott than Patrick Mahomes? Oh my god! <laughs> that fucking rules. Who oh. are you? Is who are you putting ahead? If you, you just you know, I don't think we like the name Dak. I think if it was John Prescott, I actually love the name Dak. So let's Tom go. Brady, Joe Montana. I love the name Dak. I love the John name. Prescott. No, John Prescott sounds no. I want Dak. Well, Prescott. People don't like Dak. If he wasn't a Cowboys quarterback, if Dak Prescott was the Niners quarterback, oh, he'd be fucking. He'd be on Mount Rushmore. Better than Troy Aikman ever was. People look at Dak Prescott and say he's an extension of Tony Romo. Who has said that? I think this is, you made that up. I did. Okay. Because <laughs> that's I've never heard that said. All right. These takes are about as uh, high as I get when I take them. Delta 8s and those Delta 9s. <laughs> Thanks to my friends from HappyPlaceHemp.com. Happy Place Hemp. The promo code is BART. 25% off every order. Someone messaged me and said, do this. Does this code still work? And I said, it will work long past you are in your grave, sir. It'll work long past the AI's taking over. It will work long past your great grandkids thinking about you and barely remembering who you are when they have to digitize VHSs just to hear your voice one last time. It'll work for all the days. It'll work for until the sun engulfs this celestial being we are on known as Earth. It will work for a long time is the answer. I actually, I just told him yes. Promo code BART, 25% off every order. Happyplacehemp.com, whether it's the gummies or the tinctures or the balms or whatever you need to help you, whether you got, I got my wrist hurts, lotion, it feels better. I'm tired. I can't sleep. Gummy. <laughs> Happyplacehemp.com, promo code BART. Let me, let me clarify, not clarify, but clarify. Clarify. My takes. No, I don't know, dude. That the Patrick Mahomes, I don't like how he's looked this year. I don't like his attitude. I don't it's, like his demeanor. It's I think you to watch another quarterback get the Aaron Rodgers treatment because for a long time I I thought that only the camera people like zoomed in on his face after every bad play, but now with with Mahomes and the Chiefs, it's when they're going to make the playoffs and I I weirdly think the Chiefs kind of are going to come out of the AFC, but still it's better. I also think I'm very influenced by Paul a recent fantasy loss. I was, in a championship game where Mahomes and Kelsey 
shat several beds for me. I was several beds, including several, several beds in the championship game. I was going. I was going to just so you know. I was about to bring that up. That I I think this is based on the fact that you just lost in fantasy. Yeah. I'm very upset about that. You should be. Your team was. You had a a great regular season. You just couldn't pull it through. My dynasty team is better than like guillotine league teams that get to pick pick up all year, and I still lost. Yeah, I'm sorry. You did. Mahomes and Kelsey to blame. You want to squeeze in one more tiny? I do. Um, actually, I'm gonna do a quickie, and then it was two, so there's it's two. But we, depending how long this one goes, Russell Wilson will be a starting NFL quarterback next season. Mm-hmm. Or mm-hmm. Uh, a strong mm-mm because they're not going to cut him till after June one. Is that the? Is there's like actually a, they might cut him earlier to cost themselves more money. Okay, or he could. Okay, yeah. I don't know, Russell Wilson. It depends when he gets cut. If he, if the Bronc, they can't cut him. They they can't cut him before June first, or the cap hit. The dead cap's like eighty six million. Wow, I did not. If they know do that. it after June first. It's. 35 one year and then 50 the next, which is still absurd. Yeah. But they want to do it. I don't think that he starts the season as a as a starter. If Dan Snyder still owned the commanders, then I'd say yes, because they would definitely acquire him and start him. I well, don't you, know. But what, it, it is Magic Johnson, which I mean, like. Sure, maybe. Um, yeah. I, I mean, what, what teams could really the Raiders? The Saints, the Saints can't. The Saints would if they didn't do the Derek Carr thing last yeah. year. They already did the Derek Carr mm-hmm. thing. What about like – Well, the Colts did that for three years with Ryan and Rivers and Carson Yeah, Wentz. but were those deals longer than – I'd have to go back and look at those contracts. The Saints are – No, Russell, yeah. I, you I, can I, get I, Russell. If you're a new team, you can get him on the minimum. I'm, I'm assuming like Atlanta will have drafted a quarterback high, right? Like, so I would hope – Oh, here's one for you. How much do you think Justin Fields' futures as Chicago Bears uh, hinders on what he does against the Packers? Not at all. This is a great topic because I think it does a good amount. And that's why the Bears are fucking terrible. At (laughs) least if they beat the Packers, the fans will go from 10% wanting Fields to stay to 90% wanting him to stay. What, what What do you think the real number is right now? Bears fans who want him to stay. 28%. 28%. That's, wait, why? Why is it so low? They want Caleb Williams. A weird number. Why that number? Because it's the number of my favorite running back, A.J. Dillon. <laughs> but but you're saying it is definitely below 50%. Oh, yeah. I bet I bet it's a coin flip when you talk to Bears fans. One of my best buddies is a Bears fan, and he's like, well, why, do, why should we draft another quarterback? I don't like Fields nearly as much as Bart and Horvath. I love Fields. I know you do. And I think he's the right answer. However... <laughs> The timing's so fucked and fucked so up. So you're saying the, number one pick. the Bears have the wrong answer. They have the right answer, the wrong question. Is that kind of what you're saying with Fields? Like he is the right guy, but the circumstances around him. If the Bears him. didn't have this other number one pick, Justin Fields essentially played himself into the job by taking them from a top three pick to now they're number 10. But because they've got that number one pick, which they have because they didn't trade Justin Fields before. It's like no matter what he could have done, he could not have played himself into the job. He's the Florida State of quarterbacks. He's going to get fucked. He might be better off if he ends up in Atlanta 
with all those weapons. Well, yeah, I mean, Atlanta, Atlanta, you give them a new coach and a new and Justin Fields, somebody who'd like just because Arthur Smith, God, oh, I need some sort of example. He's reading the depth chart like this, upside down. He's like, no, Algiers is my running back. Oh, Matt Collins, and this is my starter. Johnu Smith. Johnu Smith. Who needs I one? Arthur. Somebody just needs to come up to him and go, Arthur. Oh, that's why we spend first round picks on Drake London. His spite for the fantasy community is actually preventing him from being a good coach. Exactly. That's it. It's so lame. Mother's Day is almost here, and you can get her the most beautiful time tested gift around a watch she can wear every day for movement. Whether mom's into classic dress watches, rare and refined ceramics, or tried and true bestsellers, movement has something she'll love. And right now you can save big on the best Mother's Day gift ever with up to 50% off site-wide during movement's Mother's Day sale at MVMT.com. Again, that's up to 50% off at MVMT.com. My last topic for you. I know Herb Cole didn't want it, but you got to get this guy a statue. Mm Mm-hmm or mm mm-mm. I mean, what did he really do, to be honest? All right. And that is where we will conclude the show because <laughs> that's not, I don't even, uh, I'm not even. Uh, do you remember when, I mean, that is obviously a joke. Do you remember when Kohl's not only had department stores, but also grocery stores? No. There was a Kohl's grocery store in Fond du Lac on like first and Macy. There still might be. And I remember it because it went away. And then the lots sat there for a long time. The last one was defunct in 2003. The last Coles grocery store? Yes. Was uh, there one near? If it was. Yeah, okay. Was there it one was in or one. near Fondy? Or how, how did you? I, I don't ever think. There was one in Fondy downtown, yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. The distribution center was in Waukesha. Management offices were in Milwaukee. Cole's grocery store locations. Lacrosse for Grant. Um, or would Bart have just yeah, gone? No, Lacrosse was dominated by the now. And look, there's no more Quillins left, are there? The last one was on French Island. I don't. I. I don't think it's there anymore. There is a Cole's in Alaska, but not in Lacrosse. Not a food store, though, right? No, no, that's Quillins. The, what about uh, did you were you ever around for uh campus Quillins? No, I've heard stories mostly from oh, campus Quillins. It was basically you, like four aisles of booze and one aisle of cheese. You you, you went to festival though for quality produce. That's uh, that, that's where my next pivot once was campus like. Quillins was defeated. And this is when I was I was not in college at the time. I was living in lacrosse on my 18.5 salary. Well, back then, that's like 45 now when you factor with this administration. I mean, you can't compare salaries now. I said that. I said that in my family Christmas so many times. My, the dad's side of my family, we're always we're always very snippy. And anytime someone would comment about the prices of things, I'd go, well, with this administration. And you know, it's just great. I love saying it. Yeah, I haven't seen a story on gas prices being low. They're as low as they've been since COVID. Nobody seems to want to do a story on that. Um, will, you, will you answer my Herb Cole question before? I stopped seeing stickers on my gas pumps. 
Uh, yeah, I think he should get a statue. I look, most politicians are uh, crummy people, self-serving. Um, I never knew the senator, as everyone has called him uh, in interviews and comments of remembrances that I've heard. But I all the comments that I've read for him, it's like, that's how I would want a politician, even a very rich and successful one that really isn't in touch with how us Tom, Dick, and Harry's live. Um, just a lot of the things that he said. Yeah. So I'd give him a statue. It doesn't have I was going to gonna say they should rename Punchbowl Social after him. What do they call it? They've actually renamed Punchbowl Social by the by Pfizer to, it's going to be a new space called the New Fashion. I, I'm, I'm not sure if you're being honest. I am. Can't you see uh, by this glowy phone? I can't I, see by your I thought you're making a play on the old-fashioned. Well, they are. <clears throat> the new restaurant by where Punchbowl Social was. I mean, let's just say, just say this real quick. Just about any other sports team owner With a chance well, to be, the statue, the greatest honor, I think so. But well, or naming the arena, but that's not going to happen. So, well, you can't, and you can't get both, as we've discussed many oh, times. You have so, to pick one. You're so quick witted. I'm so glad that you said that. We have to. Well, pick we one. give we give Giannis and Herb Cole one, right? Let's just say this. I mean, the, like the, the Steve Ballmer story is bonkers. Like, who, who was that that had that nugget? Oh, that he wanted to buy the boss, wasn't it Jim O? I don't know, but the the nugget was, and I'm sorry for I not. I want it. I want it to be Jimmo, so I'm going to believe that it's Jimmo until I read otherwise. The nugget, which yeah, we'll have to clarify who had it, but it Steve Ballmer tried to buy the Bucks for a billion dollars, but he said I'm moving them <clears throat> to Seattle, and reportedly Herb Cole said no and took half the amount to keep them in Milwaukee. I mean that. I mean again, it's it's. Unbelievable. Like, yeah, I don't think we, no one knew that, right? Like that was not known. I did not, when, when I, I really knew Balmer had interest, not like, Hey, here's twice the amount that these other guys are offering. He did I'm, almost sell to Jordan who drafted TJ Ford. Wait, what? Michael Jordan drafted TJ Ford. I'm convinced on behalf of the bucks. Yeah. They drafted Cause he was going to, they were going to sell it to Michael Jordan. To the point that is this? What is this? Is this speculation? Is this sourced? What you guys? Oh, no, Jordan was going to buy the Bucks. No, I know, but then that it was to the it was so close to the point that they said, "Who do you want to draft, Michael?" And he yeah, said, "Yeah, that's what I remember." Ah, what ah, ah. It's it's Ted Davis had it. He was the one who tweeted it out. Ted it wasn't Davis. even written in a story. Ted just tweeted it out. That's funny. What's the engagement on that? Because like seriously, that is a bonkers piece of trivia. We had Ted. We had Ted on the Bill Michaels show. And it was actually, it was really, really good. It's, it's Ted, but if you, you should go listen to the podcast. Um, two, 2000 likes. Yeah. That's an, it's an incredible piece of trivia. All right. I am just ecstatic that we were able to do this. Like, I mean that very sincerely. I know we like, I had a few moments of like, it's really over. <laughs> and I knew it wasn't because we were texting about how to keep it going, but I didn't know if or when, and I'm just, I'm thrilled that it happened. So the plan is live shows for me on Tuesday afternoon. And then these will, these will come out on Thursday mornings. And I, I guess I'll do a Packer one Sunday. Oh, fuck. What's wrong with that? So it's, it's my, I, I got a weekend. 
Let me. Oh, I didn't tell Grant uh, Paul this. Let me tell you what I text Grant, oh, and then no. we'll wrap this up. I told Grant. Maybe did I tell you this too, Paul? I think I just told Grant. I have been hustling for a year now, working many jobs several days in a row. But now that there is structure back in my life, I am dying for the weekend. <laughs> After three days, two days. I think I sent him that on Tuesday morning. After one show. <laughs> After one show. Working well, in all seriousness, the national show has been a joy to listen to. Uh, it's nice to have you on. I get to come home, put my PJs on. I enjoy some happy place, hemp, play some Xbox, listen to you as the soundtrack. My evening. I love having sports talk, live sports talk after my show. Cause when I listen to it before my show, it's just, it's, it's food, it's fuel. It's like I'm collecting data, but afterwards it's, it's leisure. It's, it's pure <laughs> leisure. And, uh, and I enjoy it Bart. So thank you. And, uh, congrats again on the new show. We're, we're all enjoying it. We are. Well, I should have you on. Yeah, you should have me. You should have me on. Wait, oh Grant, never mind. Uh, we're. I'm sorry, we gotta go. But quick aside, I think I'm gonna end up doing less prep for the show than any show I've ever had to do. Well, because things. I mean, because things are happening in the moment. You just react to games and take calls. You're yeah. America's post game show. Honestly, uh, though, if you the could, prep if, is the prep is ongoing because somebody somebody wanted to call me Tuesday and talk about the San Diego Aztecs basketball team. What do you have to say about that? Like, how you have a- thank God they hung up through the break. Did you? Uh, the one thing I would, my only piece of like critical feedback so far Dude, is, God. I don't want to, I don't want to turn down my radio. So, like, if you could just not talk so loud, so boisterously. Yes, I know I could turn it down, but I don't want to. I want you to be more quiet. Well, that's going to be a change for people. If they're if they want to if they want to use the radio to go to sleep, I'm not going to sleep. <laughs> you are I'm not, not a fucking lullaby. You are not the show for that. I'm going to say that tonight. You say, I'm not a fucking lullaby. Say Something it. that you need to bring to your national show is the one tweet that the majority of the audience didn't see or doesn't care about. And you need to make it the show for at least five minutes. That's I just want to say, I just want to say, hey, guys, some of you have heard me on CBS. Some haven't. Um, I just want to be very clear. I'm not a lullaby. I'm not your... Uh, what are those? I'm not. I'm not your CBD, CBN gummy. I'm gonna get you. Fu- we. Uh, you're gonna listen to me. You're gonna not want to go to sleep. You're gonna be so charged up about fucking sports, man. Hey, uh, earlier you were talking about hot takes that you get to debut nationally now. W- when is the Babe Ruth segment? I've changed my mind on Babe Ruth. <gasps> this was like the original fight with Freems. I mean, he would still be ass in today's game, but. Oh. Speaking of Freems, guess who I booked tomorrow or today at uh, one fifteen to talk uh, about Michigan I, football? Can I take a guess? I know. Yes. Michael underscore Cohen thirteen. Yes. I, I I sent him a message. I said I I enjoyed your hits on WSSP for a long time. Blah blah blah. Would you would you be willing to come on? And of course, the first thing he said was, "Hello, Grant. Thank you for the kind words." Which is what everyone in this business says so michael cohen uh today today at at 1 15 so he, he oh and let's tell the people what else is happening today oh you are also coming on my show this evening at 4 30 because you need to preach to the affiliates that you are on now lacrosse mm. uh eau claire so cohen covers, cohen covers michigan for who fox he's basically you now he's huh. the new you but for college football so i guess not really you didn't get John U. Bacon? 
I don't know who that is. Oh, he's like the main Michigan guy. I mean, I just was scrolling Twitter. I'm like, I wonder if. Well, Dan Miller, doesn't Bill's friend Dan Miller still call Michigan or you get out of that game? I don't know if he calls Michigan games. I, I we just to. have we have him on for eye on the enemy when the Packers play the Lions and for really? our NFC North whip around before the season starts. Did you really? Uh, here's what you should have done. You should have invited Cohen on under the pretense that it's to talk Michigan and then really just ask him about his Latroy Guyon story. Yeah. Or break down Michigan's 2024 schedule and why they got to play so many good teams. I just remember Freem's and Cohen getting into it over the Packers schedule and how they really oh, they really stoned the Packers this year. And that Cohen is not having it at all. That is one of the best Chuck and Winkler moments. I'm, I got a lot of these that I need to get back up on YouTube. I'm going to work on that. Oh, that is a great callback, Grant. I, for, I, I forgot about that one. I'm a historian. I'm a, I'm a sports radio listener before I'm a host. If if you could give me the option of listening or hosting, I'll, give me listening. I'd get another job. That's fine. <laughs> I'd rather uh, listen. All right. all right, boys. This was awesome. Heat culture is real. What a show. Heat, all right, guys. Mahomes... Less than insert. Oh, I was just pretending. You know, All in on Dak, though. The Dak takes a re- All in on Dak. I love Dak. See you guys. Bye.